Hello and welcome to a new episode of Minds of the Nile brought to you by Information and Decision Support Center and the Egyptian Cabinet. And we are very delighted today with this very interesting episode because our guest is a very extraordinary Egyptian archaeologist who has made great and distinctive mark in the international stage. Hello and welcome, Professor Zayhawis. Thank you. So, a very long journey. You have served this country a lot by your discoveries and all the positions you have held. What are the most important turning points you consider has contributed to your career? No, I think there is many because I, uh, I was the head of the pyramids for more than 10 years and the head of antiquities for 10 years and a minister. And uh, during my career, I made major important discoveries that these discoveries really are known all over the world. Uh, for example, the tombs of the pyramid builders that uh, proved to the people everywhere that the builders of the pyramids were Egyptians and they were not slaves. Because if they were slaves, they would never be buried in the set of the pyramids. And also we found the Valley of the Golden Mummies. We discovered the pyramid in Saqqara. We scanned the mummies. We found out how Tutankhamun died. Major important things, but the most important thing that I'm always very proud is not only the books I wrote or the lectures that I did everywhere, but the young people that I trained, all of them, on the excavation techniques. And, uh, and this is why we have many young people now who could be leaders in the antiquities. So your journey started from Damietta and then to Alexandria University and to Cairo University where you conducted a postgraduate and University of Pennsylvania. And throughout this journey and afterwards, what really, really increased this great passion? You're not doing just a job, you're passionate about no, the No, before I did my study, I uh, had no interest in archaeology. Uh, but when I uh, took a job uh, in the age of 20, like anyone can take, and I began the first excavation in my life, in the middle of uh, a tomb, I found a statue. And when I excavated and I discovered the statue, I said I found my love, and that's passion. And this is why when I had passion for archaeology, this changed my life. I began to study more, I began to learn more, and I always say that if you have passion for anything small, you make it big. People are really passionate about the character of Professor Zayhawas. You're an international icon for the Egyptian heritage and they recognize you with your character, your, your height, your really distinctive character. What do you think the real, real important thing that made people really passionate about you? No, this is a question that I cannot answer. You have to answer to ask the people. But uh, I said before that the word that it changed my life and it changed me as a person, uh, to love antiquities and to talk about antiquities as if I'm talking about a lover, it's because of passion. And this passion is why when people watch me in a TV or something, they can feel this passion. I'm sure your long journey was not easy at all. And of course, you have faced many challenges. And if we're talking now to young people who feel that there are really international challenges and they might feel that they are a little bit disparate, how you manage to overcome these challenges you know, and I, stay? I think the best advice in my career, I never looked at anyone. I became like a train and I go and achieve things. And I never look at people 
to know if they're better than me or I'm better than them and them. But the most important thing for me is to achieve something every day. And I never really go in a fight with people. Because when you go in a big fight, it really damage your thinking. And this is why I always defend myself against the devils. But I never go through a big fight at all. And this really, in my opinion, the key of success. And even uh, I did learn once from Omar Sharif, uh, there was a, Omar was a good friend of mine, there was a, a story written about me in a very famous magazine called New Yorker. And New Yorker magazine writes not only about the stars, but the stars of the stars. And they wrote about me 17 pages. Half of them were really people who were attacking me, and the other half people were talking nicely about me. But when I began to read what people attack about me, I began to be very upset. And Omar Sharif told me, why are you upset? I said, because what's written in this magazine. He said, let me read it. He read the newspaper, and he came back to me to say, I hope that this magazine will write 100 pages bad about me, because this magazine writes about the stars. But uh, when actually uh, I began to have this passion, and I, uh, if I see anyone attacks me, I never, I never get upset at all, because I think this is normal in any place that if you are successful, you'll find people who will love you and people who will hate you. But the most important thing is go like a train and you never look at anyone else except what did you achieve every day. You mentioned the, uh, the um, discovery of the tomb of the pyramids builders and you know that there are a lot of misconceptions that some people are intentionally try to do a negative propaganda about the great Egyptian civilization but this discovery was very essential because yeah. it has changed the course. You know there are many people like the Afrocentric people think that the black Americans believe they were the origin of ancient Egypt was not true at all because uh, the black uh, kingdom, Kush, ruled Egypt in Dynasty 25, at the end of the Egyptian history. And if you look at any king and others, the, the Egyptians are different. The other things about people say that pyramids came out of the space and uh, aliens built the pyramids. So you have many theories about that. And I really always began to answer them back and to tell them about the most important discovery that I made the tombs of the pyramid builders that proved to everyone that the discovery or the building the pyramid were made by the Egyptians. And even three years ago, another major discovery happened that can shut the mouth of anyone who talks about that. The Wadi al-Jarf papyri. It is the first evidence that's written in hieroglyphic and hieratic that tells us about building a pyramid, the pyramid of Khufu. Okay. The Grand Egyptian Museum is a very, very major uh, project that the whole country and the whole world is waiting. How do you see the international reception for this? No, I want to tell you that uh, I'm very proud that Farouk Hosni, uh, the former minister, Carson and myself, are the people who started the construction of this uh, museum in 2002. We were planning to open it in March 2015, but because of the trouble that we had, but actually, the, the museum is finished completely now. I'm going to visit the museum after tomorrow. And actually, I think 
that the museum will be open to the public this year. And this is the most important cultural project that Egypt is having. And this project can tell the people, even who are not a rich country, but the Egyptian government are really caring the Egyptian monuments, spending all this money to tell the people that this civilization uh, does not belong to us only, but belongs to everyone. And that's why we are the caring of it and making the most important cultural project that everyone is asking me. When I travel everywhere, the question among the public, when the Grand Museum will be opened. So the, the Egyptian civilization is very rich and very important to everyone, as you said. And you're advocating and doing very important efforts and restoring back some of the very important Egyptian uh, uh, art craft that is presented in some international museums. Uh, so how you can tell us more about these efforts? No, I exhibits are very important. There is no country cannot make exhibits. I sent only 80 artifacts of Tutankhamun. I brought back to Egypt $120 million. These treasures can bring fund for us to preserve these monuments. And this is why we have an exhibit now in Sydney about Ramsey II. And this exhibit is seen by one million in Paris. Then sending exhibits, first of all, can make uh, tourism come back. It can political achievement. The president of our country can open the exhibit was the president of the country that they exhibited there. Number three, Egypt name is in the media for six months in the city. And also on the same time, it makes creators to go outside and look. And, and I really believe that making exhibit and send it outside of Egypt are very important to Egypt to bring tourists and also to bring fund for the conservation and the restoration of the Egyptian monuments. Yes, I'm talking about the Rosetta Stone and the bust of Mubetri. No, that's uh, something, the return of, uh, uh, you know, I began to ask for the return of the bust of Nefertiti, but when I left my job, and now I do have a petition uh, uh, to ask for the return of Rosetta Stone uh, from the British Museum and the Zodiac from the Louvre. And the petition is signed now by 200,000 people. Uh, we need one million to sign it. We need this to be coming from the public to ask for the return of the stolen artifact. In my time, when I was head of antiquities, I returned 6,000 artifacts back. I returned what has been stolen from our country. But I said, unique artifacts, such as the Bas of Nefertiti, Rosetta Stone, the Zodiac, our home should be the Grand Museum, not Museum of Berlin or the British Museum or the Louvre. Exactly. How would you feel if you entered a museum in Egypt and you found the Rosetta Stone and the bust of Nefertiti? No, this would be a dream, and I'm, 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 I'm saying that this dream will be true because we are behind and pushing these petitions to tell the people. And now the European people are awakening because they did steal the treasures of Africa. It is time for these treasures to go back to Africa. Finally, the Egyptian government is doing 
a lot of efforts to renovations of some uh, uh, museums and all the discoveries that are undergoing like in Saqqara and so on. So how you evaluate these uh, efforts and how you think they're important to bring back tourists more and more to Egypt? No, I really think that the Egyptian government are really doing great to preserve the Egyptian heritage, building museums, uh, restoring uh, Egyptian, uh, Pharaonic, Greek, Roman, Coptic, Islamic, Jewish uh, heritage. And uh, we even opened recently the Jewish synagogue in Alexandria. And this is but there is one message that we are giving to the world. That the Egyptian antiquities does not belong to us only. It belongs to everyone. And that's why we as Egyptian and the Egyptian government are really preserving this great civilization to everyone, everywhere. Finally, if Professor Zay Hawass could send a message for the international world about visiting Egypt, about all no, the I discoveries the and the Grand the, Egyptian Museum. The most important message that the people want to know, not to tell them, come to the pyramids, or to Luxor, or Aswan, or Sharm el-Sheikh. No, they need to know that Egypt is safe. And in my opinion, Egypt is the safest country that look at people. They walk in the streets and in the market and they feel safe. We need people everywhere to know that Egypt is safe. Thank you so much, Professor Zay Hawes. It was a great pleasure having you in this episode and stay tuned for more episodes.